Hey, welcome to the Talking Buckets podcast. This is an NBA show covering a broad range of topics, from legitimate analysis and predictions to weird, funny, dumb drama around the league. Feel free to skip ahead to whatever topics pique your interest, or stick around for the whole thing. And as always, thank you so much for supporting this growing project. We're only getting better every episode, and even one listen means the world to me. Now let's talk buckets! Okay, welcome back to another episode of Talking Buckets, and for the first time in two months, we are back in our actual uh, recording booth. This episode's coming just a few days after the previous one, mainly just because we're trying to get back on schedule, and also there's been so much that has gone on in the last few days that we need to dedicate our yes. own episode to just the last few days got to talk about um it. we got a lot of topics to cover today but we're going to start with the nba all-star weekend specifically all-star saturday night because they have announced all of the skill competition three-point contest and dunk contest participants uh so we're just going to go through all those give predictions reactions all that um so to start off we've got the taco bell skills challenge participants uh it's just the skills comp but like We'll and I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not well, sponsored by them, but this is just practice for like in 30 years yeah. when I got to read everything that's you know sponsored, Maybe you know? Maybe can avoid the Taco Bell part for this, for yeah, this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I've gone to Taco Bell. But anyways, um, so this competition's a bit unique this year, uh, mainly because it's in teams, and the teams are kind of all over the place. So you have Team Rooks, which is Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy, all rookies that have been having really solid starts to their careers. Um, Team Cavs, which represents the big three from the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. Hosting City. Yeah, they, and they've also been a great story this season alongside the Grizzlies as like upstart teams. Um, and then Team Atenacumpos, so Giannis, Alex, and Thanasis Atenacumpo, uh, all competing, two of them on the Bucks and one of them on uh, Raptors 905. Um... Who do you think is going to win this first off? I think the rookies are going to win. Yeah? Yeah, I think uh, if you look at them, those uh, that's the only team with three playmakers, you know, a guard position. And trust me, they're very skilled. Josh Giddy, Barnes, Cunningham, they're great passers, especially Giddy. I'm very high on that dude. I think he's definitely going to perform and show off his skills. Uh, the one team I think is going to come last is the Antetokounmpo's. I feel like they're all athletic freaks with long limbs long wingspan however i don't think they're you know that helps when it comes to passing i yeah. don't think that is their main strength and you know Cavs, the home home team they have a interesting set of uh players but you know if you look at the rookies they're all mm-hmm. you know guards yeah and that's definitely i think they're they're gonna win yeah yeah so i'm gonna say that uh home crowd advantage pays off and that the uh calves mm-hmm. pull this out i think also just because i think they'll have the most chemistry of the three teams like yes the rookies um is probably the overall most skilled team um but you know they haven't really they've never played an actual game together um the atena is obviously one of them's a g-leaguer one of them's a bench player and the other is a top three talent in the nba uh, Cleveland's got a nice solid three, and I think this would uh, be pretty cool for them to pull it off. And just reading through the rules, so they've totally changed the format this year. So it starts off with uh, three rounds. Um, the first one is basically like a three-point shooting 
competition. Actually, not three-pointing. They basically range from mid-range to three-pointers. Um, then there's a passing challenge, and then there's a team relay that basically is the same as how the skills challenge used to work before, where it was just like individual one-on-one. -on -one. They sprinted through everything. And then the top two go into a half-court shooting competition. So that's the new format. It's a bit complicated, but there's a lot of stuff here, and I definitely like that they're diversifying the competition. Yeah. And then moving on, this is probably, if this was like the 80s or the 90s still, like this would just be like another thing. But because we're in the modern shooting era, like this is the highlight of the competition for sure. Uh, Mountain Dew three-point contest, wide variety of contestants. Fun fact, nobody here has ever won a three-point contest before. Mm -hmm. These, so we will be getting a new champion. You have CJ McCollum just traded onto the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Trey Young of the Hawks, Zach Levine of the Bulls, Desmond Bain from the Grizzlies, Carl Anthony Towns from the Timberwolves, Fred Van Vliet from the Raptors, Luke Kennard from the Clippers, and Patty Mills from the Nets. So, early early standouts to you, Tiger. Who do you think is the favorite to take this home? I don't know about the favorite, but I see a lot of potential winners. A uh, couple of shooters that I really personally really like. I like Van Vliet, I like Mills, I like Young. However, I think Luke Kennard might be the one that's going to be winning it all, you know. Yeah. Because he is, you know, probably has the best mechanics, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He's the only Caucasian. He's, 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 he's the white boy. He's the, he's the only white dude. He's literally, the only white dude Larry, literally Larry Bird. Yeah, and I feel like this competition, like, is a lot of white shooters that excel at this competition. Oh, yeah. From like, Jason like, Capono, <laughs> anytime you're talking about a white basketball player, it's always about oh look at their great mechanics, look at their great form, and all that shit. No, I think it's, <laughs> you know what they're not wrong. He has the fundamental style. Yeah. Uh, I think Luke Kennard might give it a shot, but I'm also really high on Patty Mills. Mills, just mm -hmm. I've always been a fan of Patty Mills. I think he's clutch and his form is crisp clean, and so those two are my choices. Yeah, I like that. Like they didn't just go and like fill it with like all stars like yeah. this time like they had in past years uh obviously you still got your real star power like trey young and uh, zach levine zach levine personally is the person i would like to see win the most um but i think my prediction i'm gonna say desmond bain wins it i think he i've been i've raved about him on this podcast a bit he's been their most reliable shooter on the grizzlies and i think him and morant are gonna be a really fun backcourt for years to come and i think this is bane's chance to be like hey like take me seriously guys like put me in the running for most improved player of the year at least right for sure i would also love to see carl anthony towns do well just because he's a big man and it's always hype when you got a big man doing a three-point contest i feel like he's gonna embarrass himself <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think the person with the most pressure honestly I would say Fred Van Vliet just because, you know, Lowry did so many years of this competition where, like, he's, like, a killer pull-up three-pointer shooter, but then in the actual three-pointer contest, it's just Brick City. So hopefully Van Vliet yep. can break that curse as well. Uh, and last but not least, we got the AT&T Slam Dunk competition. Interesting lineup this year. Definitely better than last year for sure. We got uh, Cole Anthony from the Magic, uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson from the Warriors, Obi Toppin from the Knicks, who was in last year's competition, uh, and Jalen Green from the Rockets. What are your thoughts on this uh, lineup? I think I'm quite big on Jalen Green. Uh, there's a saying online, it's quite a meme, that people with Jalen, people named Jalen got hops, and this Jalen definitely has some hops. Yeah. Uh, so I think the final will be in between Cole Anthony and Jalen Green. Uh, it's not going to top what we saw in Toronto, 
between Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, but it's definitely going to be improved. Than, it's going to be better than last year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm quite optimistic about this event. Yeah, uh, me too. I definitely think it'll be better than last year. Obviously, like the Toronto ones, like forever, the goaded one. Even the recent, I think it was Chicago when it was like uh, Aaron Gordon versus uh, Derek Jones Jr. That one was yeah. pretty good too. Um, but last year was a total dud. Um, and I think this one will be good. Jalen Green, yeah, he just put someone on uh, someone on the Raptors on a poster like yeah. a day ago. He's got hots for sure, and he'll definitely be more polished as the uh, as he goes on in his career. Um, my only worry really is that he's a bit more of an in-game dunker because you you have those types sometimes yeah. like more of an in-game dunker like than a dunk contest. Yeah, I think DeAndre Jordan's another good one. He was in a contest one year. Yeah. He has some of the most vicious dunks in NBA history, mm-hmm. but he's not an in-game dunker. I'm gonna say Cole Anthony as like my winner pick. I know that he's not seen as like a dunker in the league that much, but I've seen some like dunk highlights of him just like messing around the gym, and they are nice. They're nice. They're nice. Yeah. Uh, especially for someone like him, he's not super tall, so that hang time's gonna give him some wiggle room to yeah you know, get really creative. And I'm very excited to see. You know, we've seen people bringing out cars, people jumping over cars. Yeah. Uh, jumping over Shaq. Yeah, I want to yeah. see some. I want to see something creative like yeah. that. Come on, man! Like, I want to see some like crazy like three sixty shit that we've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. Um, Obi obviously will be looking for redemption after not winning last year. I think I'm intrigued by it. even Juan. I'm intrigued about it just because I didn't know he could dunk like that. Yeah. Um, but also I don't watch the Warriors that much, so. Uh, moving on, we also had the All-Star Draft that happened uh, just last night as we were recording this. Uh, so LeBron and Durant were team captains. Durant is injured, so he's not playing, but he still gets to draft. Um, I think this was even the same thing last year. I don't think he played in last year's game uh, either. But yeah, they did the draft. So I'm just going to read through the... I'm just going to read through both teams, and we'll just kind of give our thoughts on the draft process. So for LeBron... Uh, his starters were Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, uh, DeMar DeRozan, uh, and Nikola Jokic. And he has got a reserve group of Jimmy Butler, Luka Doncic, Darius, Darius Garland, uh, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Fred Van Liet. And then for Durant, we've got Joel Embiid, John Morant, Jason Tatum, Andrew Wiggins, and Trey Young for the starters and for the reserves, LaMelo Ball, uh, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, uh, Chris Middleton, DeJounte Murray, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, and before we begin, also shout out uh, DeJounte Murray and LaMelo Ball for being named All-Star Reserves. They were named like just after we did the last episode. Um, but yeah, so gut reaction, who do you think has the better team, Tiger? Gut reaction, who has the better team? I'm going to go with Team LeBron. Yeah? Yeah, but at the same time, that backcourt... That- the backcourt for Team Durant, you know, they got Jam Morant and Trey Young is looking quite dangerous as well. But overall, I think LeBron's team has done more. And here's the thing: I, I, I'm not sure if they're gonna win though, just because that team is so good, so many veterans. That's not their mm-hmm. first All Star game, so I'm wondering if they're gonna play at all because a lot of stars, you know, we've been here before. We're just gonna chill on the bench, let the young guys run. Yeah. So. The result is really undetermined, but for, on, on paper, LeBron's team's looking very stacked. Yeah, I'm. I'm think I'm agreeing with you on that, but I think I'm like more strong. I feel more strong about it. Like, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
LeBron is undefeated in these all-star games as a captain. And on top of that, he's got basically the same lineup as last year. I believe last year he had a Tenekumpo, he had Curry, he had Jokic, he had Doncic. Um, I think literally the starting lineup is the exact same as last year, except subbing out uh, Doncic for DeRozan, and he's got Doncic on the bench. Yeah. Um, although I will say with Durant, the one thing that's pretty hype is they've got Wiggins, Levine, and Cat back together. The old Timberwolves big three before any of them truly had time to develop. I'm pretty hyped to see that for sure. Oh, definitely. And I'm, I'm expecting some crazy dunks at this mm-hmm. game, man. We got some very game-proven dunkers that are not going to be playing, joining the All-Star uh, dunk contest. So we'll see them pull some crazy stuff off at the All-Star game. I'm expecting that. I just want to see Durant dunk on Harden, man. No, that's. I want to see it. Oh wait, no, he's not even playing. Fuck. No, yeah, he's not. That's not happening. But, oh, Durant, why you always got to be injured during the All Star games? Yeah. And oh, the whole James Harden thing was so funny because yeah. we're gonna get to that trade in just a minute. Um, but he was traded hours before the All Star draft, so. Oh, man, like the inside the NBA crew was egging Durant on for pretty much the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think here, here's my take, right? I honestly think that LeBron knows exactly what he was doing. Oh, yeah. yeah no LA, he's like, I'm not going to pick like James Harden. Because let's be honest, James yeah. Harden should not be the last pick, mm-hmm. even though he's been on a rough run. Yeah. But he should not be the last pick. But I think LeBron just didn't want to pick him to make it awkward for Durant. And Durant just needed some size, man. Yeah, Durant just, just needed, needed some, some size. size on that team. They got Giannis just and LeBron. Some size. Yeah. <laughs> you want to play that video? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, shout out to yeah, the NBA yeah, yeah, draft yeah, yeah. show, man. This is probably the most golden thing I've seen in a long mm. time from the, from the NBA. <laughs> with, this, with the sixth pick uh, <laughs> in the second round, per request of the Chuckster, I'm going with Fred Van Fleet. There you go, oh, there you go. First timer, oh, first timer in his well, six well, Katie, season. I'm gonna help Katie out. Katie just needs size right now to me. Oh, I think, oh, remember last yeah. time, remember yeah, last, he he needs, remember yeah, last yeah, year LeBron said he needed size for the 6'2 guy. No, he needs size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need some size for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm gonna need some size and um, <laughs> you know, some defense and in interior. Yeah. yeah, especially yeah. with Giannis and LeBron James Without playing question. such great basketball this year, I need somebody to offset that. So I I'm agree. Gonna go with uh, Rudy Gobert. I that, agree. I agree. That, that, I agree. Out, that worked out He's nicely. Not, for that you. worked out nicely. I mean, he can't let people Good run job, through the lane baby. and dunk on him. Ask somebody defending back. Hey, let's check. Not checkers. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's hey. Hey, when somebody won't out, you let them go. Don't let them come back. I'm with you, KD. Yeah, that's why I cut my hair off. <laughs> I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> so, uh, James Harden goes to uh, LeBron James as the final selection uh, of the All Star draft. Yeah. Jack. Is he, can he, is he, is he, he hasn't played. Is he healthy? Who's that? James, he hasn't played. Do he's we, he's like missed. What happens if he oh, doesn't? He got traded. He's healthy now. He's missed the last three with a, with a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> and, see, and now we know why LeBron carries hey, a clipboard hey, with hey, him to the, hey, uh, to the hey, drive. Hey, LeBron. Oh, my God. Trust me, right man. now, he's rubbing some ice and hot on that thing. He's playing the next game. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> I can't. I can't KD just oh next year God. bring a clipboard. It, it comes in. It comes in very handy. Yeah, you uh, have to. You can hide your face <laughs> like LeBron's been doing. Oh God! You can tell by LeBron's face. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? He knows exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And like, 
Just look at the fucking... <laughs> yeah. That's just so they good. They knew exactly what was going on. I wonder what's with James, what was going on in James Harden's mind. Yeah, I don't know. I like the best part was when the LeBron was like, "Oh, like is Harden gonna be able to play? Like, isn't he hurt?" And Chuck was like, "Oh, he'll be healthy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some icy hot on it, and you'll be good." Um, and yeah, obviously the big uh, drama of that day was the Ben Simmons and James Harden trade. We had been talking, well, everyone had been talking about it for like the last couple weeks. And I was sitting here on the podcast on Tuesday talking about how it was fairly likely and that there's just too much benefit for both sides to not go for it now. And sure enough, the trade happened yeah. just a couple hours before the deadline. So to fully recap it, the Sixers received James Harden and Paul Millsap, uh, while the Nets received Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. What's your reaction to this trade, gut I, reaction? I think we were both right on mm-hmm. on this trade you're yeah. saying it's gonna happen it happened i was saying that the nets were asking for too much so you know they took up Matisse mm-hmm. Thibault. Which, yeah and i know the 76ers values him very much as a prospect yeah so there's no way he's gonna get traded and you know what they made it happen and overall it's a good trade i think for both sides no i think i think i think both teams win yeah, for sure they like, need this sixers look at their starting lineup now it's gonna be tyrese maxi matisse Thibault, james harden uh, Tobias Harris. Harris, for now, will benefit, too, because he doesn't have to be the second option anymore. He's, he's so... He's he, perfect as a third he, He's like CJ McCollum. Like, he needs to be, like, a third option to yeah. be, like, good, but when he is a third option, he's great. Uh, and then Joel Embiid, of course, who, like, probably should. Monster. Yeah, I want to see him. I think I'm fully on the Embiid uh, MVP train at this point. Yeah. He's having an insane campaign. I know. I'm, um, loving, I'm loving Embiid this season. He's killing it. And with James Harden by his side... You know, mentally, I feel like James Harden knows he's competing again, whereas on the Nets, it was a shit show. Yeah. And, and he probably just... That's not what he signed up for. Yeah. And now what he got what he signed up for, I'm... Hopefully he mm. plays better and you know. I think I think just in, uh, in general he'll like uh, he'll like Philly better I think too between the Philly cheesesteaks and oh, you yeah. know all the strip clubs. All the strip clubs. <laughs> I was gonna say Al- the strip Alan Iverson about to be showing him a map of all the good strip clubs in Philly. Oh man, and oh. then the Nets. So they their lineup looks good too now. They've got uh, Simmons, Irving when he's on a road game, uh, and Durant in the starting lineup. Uh, and, you know, they got Andre Drummond as a solid role player. Seth Curry, you know, he's elite from three. Like, they're probably going to be better now, too. Obviously, they're on a 10-game losing streak, but Durant's still hurt, so I expect them to be really good again once uh, everyone's back. Yeah, once everyone's healthy again, that team's looking scary because we, we've seen what KD can do with Kyrie alone, and now they got a better, deeper ro- d- deeper bench with all the better role players. And let's talk about the players they got besides the two first-round draft picks that could be very valuable. Uh, they got Drummond mm-hmm. and Seth Curry, and that's just, like, the best from both ends, yeah. you know? You got a big man, They're, solid big man. They have depth now, Yeah, which they is actually huge. have depth now, and Seth Curry is elite shooter. And The Nets, their main thing was they were too top-heavy before, I think. Like, they, they honestly, before that Harden trade, uh, last season they had a championship roster, and I feel like they were, like going for it a bit too hard by trading for Harden, even though obviously the big three of that potential is insane. Hey, but hey, at the end of the day, they got rid of Harden for Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. which, could, okay, we'll see him. I'm excited to see him play, especially I have yeah. him on my fantasy team for the Although, entire season. So I'm excited to see him play, how he fits in the, into that system, being the main ball handler. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Although I do think it's a bit of a sham that, like, 
Ben Simmons is going to be coming. But, like, look at this report here, man. Oh, my God. Uh, the report saying Ben Simmons will continue to work with his therapist to get mentally ready to play in Brooklyn. It's a work in progress, according to one source close to him. But he's thrilled with the change of scenery and has already spoken to Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's like, got to play, man, hopefully. <laughs> th th this man set back the mental health movement by six months <laughs> with his fucking... <laughs> with, 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 with this sham that he pulled. And, like, his therapist... His therapist is probably just Kyrie Irving with glasses. <laughs> Fucking buff. Like, let, let's be real here. Yeah. Like, like Simmons, like, this is not, like, look, let me just be clear here. Um, mental health is obviously a priority. And, like, I've done multiple projects on this kind of stuff throughout my time at BCIT. Um, and it's I have family members issue. that, yeah. like, you know, have struggled with mental health in the past as well. But, but. This, this feels like a bit of a scam. Like, I feel like Simmons is just going to be, like, he, he's coming on their road trip to Miami. He's on their road trip to Miami right now. Like, it's just gonna be two days, and then he'll be like, "I'm ready." He probably just want to go to Miami to, you know, do some partying. Bro, could you imagine if the if he just fucking comes back and he's like splashing threes like Steph Curry? Oh my god! <laughs> he just comes back. He's got like five percent body fat. He's like in the best shape of his life, and then he's like telling the crowd like to like raise the roof as he hits his ninth pull up three of the first half, <laughs> and they're up thirty. Going off for chase down blocks. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he'd be the best player in the league. Oh man, but, but I I've I think we need to see him play. We need to see them play in the playoffs. That's uh, what we need. We need Sixers and Nets in the playoffs yeah. cuz they do play in Philly on March 10th. You know damn well that Simmons is going to have some mystery oh, illness yeah. for a day. It's going to be like Westbrook sitting out with lower back tightness the day before the trade deadline, you know, or I want to see what the Philly fans do, man. Like, yeah. Oh, it's I. I don't want to be rough. I don't think it's gonna be quite like LeBron turning the Cleveland levels of bad, but it's gonna be in that same ballpark. I think oh, yeah. like Philly it's fans are vicious. We've rough. talked about that plenty. Um, moving on to another uh, interesting trade. Uh, the Mavericks, they trade away Kristaps Porzingis, who had obviously had some tension with uh, Luka Doncic, but he'd been having a bit of a bounce back season. And trade him for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Pertons. Um, why do you think they did this trade? Because on, it really seems like the Wizards kind of fleeced Dallas here. I know, right? Like, when we first saw Doncic and Porzingis toge together, like, we were all so excited about this culture that the Mavs has built with mm -hmm. two Caucasian white players. <laughs> with two white players. Dallas with Dirk in the and Hall Steve of Nash. Fame for fucking white European players. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're great at discovering Mark Cuban's overseas. wet dream. Yeah, that's, that's Mark Cuban's thing. You know, European players, like, Dirk and Steve Nash. Mm -hmm. Now we got Doncic and Porzingis, and yeah. it's so sad it didn't work out. Yeah, and I, th I don't really know why what's going on in the locker room, but I'm sad to see this didn't work out. And Chris Tab is having a better season now, like about like you said, bouncing back and trading for Dinwiddie. Like, I'm not sure if that's the best choice you make for the Mavs. You yeah. know, I just don't think. In the long run, how I don't see how this, that's gonna benefit. Them. Like I like the peak I see him being is like, you know, on the first Cavs or whatever. Who I think I want to say Mo Williams or whatever was the second scoring option for the Cavs. Yeah, I think, and he was like an All Star for like one year. He was not but like, supposed to be an All Star. He's but, not that good. Yeah, but it, again, is Mo Williams and like LeBron was like dragging that team hard. Like I feel like that's what it's gonna be. Like Spencer Dinwiddie at his absolute peak could like be like an injury replacement all-star for like a year or whatever but like it's gonna be Doncic like every game he just put up 51 against guess who the Clippers who he like averages like 40 a game against <laughs> he had 28 in the first quarter against the Clippers 
he had 28 points in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. Like, only Luca is capable of, like, doing I shit know, like that. That's insane. Like that. I really hope that um, they're able to put a roster around him soon, but it's looking increasingly more likely that like, that's not going to happen. And then Bertans, obviously, like, he's washed. I think he'll be yeah. a little better with Doncic, but, like, no he's only been good when he has facilitators, like, elite facilitators. I wonder if they're... How long do you... Can you do you know how long is, like, Dimity's contract? Maybe uh, they're trying to get rid of Porzingis' contract and... So he's got two more seasons on the books. Yeah, uh, so. I don't know. See, that just makes less sense for me. Two more seasons, and he's an unrestricted free agent. I'm guessing this uh, italicized thing means it's like a option, probably. Yeah, option. I, so I think Porzingis did what he had pretty similar contracts. Yeah. Like it wasn't really like a money saving thing. No, that's that's interesting. But like, I don't. I, I can't see what they gain from the this. The thing is, is like even if Luca wanted to leave sometime, like I don't even know where he'd go. Like yeah. I can't imagine him on any other team just because like like in he my head, he's he's the next Dirk. Yeah, he's the, next Dirk. <laughs> he's the next Dirk, right? It fits perfectly. That's what it feels like. Um, and now the trade. Actually, no, not yet. Uh, we got some other news regarding the Wizards as past All Star Bradley Beal uh, plans to undergo season-ending surgery on his left wrist, and he is due for a fat payday at the end of this year um what should the wizards do here fuck fuck they're they're in a that's a hard decision tough spot they should have traded him earlier if they're gonna rebuild but this year they're looking kind of good like they see a chance for playoffs so they didn't decide to trade him and now he's injured are you gonna you you, you're gonna have to sign him for another five years Mm -hmm. like like with the max max contract I Isn't think... that just like John Wall all over again? Yeah, and like also too, like I don't think he's worth a max personally. But you need a max to keep him there. You need, but you need a max to keep him. But then if you sign for the max and you have no cap space, and yeah, and then you, it's gonna be hard to move him afterwards as well. Yeah, like, like it's it's. But at this point, they have to give him one, or else he's gonna walk. Do they though? Like, is it the end of the world if they walk? Really? Like, I don't, I don't know. I think it depends like what they want to do with Porzingis. Like also is Porzingis going to want to resign? Like he's I think on the books till after next season. Um but yeah, I don't it, the future is so murky there. Like I don't really know what Washington's plan yeah. is. They're but, in a tough spot yeah. with their contracts and their squad like they have a solid young core. Mm-hmm. But where does Bradley Beal fit with a solid young core? Are you yeah. guys going to be competing? Yeah. Are you guys going to be rebuilding? Well mm-hmm. like what's going on? It'd be nice, like, obviously it didn't work out with uh, Cam- Kemba and uh, Charlotte, but, like, Kemba was willing to take a pay cut on yeah. Charlotte um, before uh, he bolted for Boston because Charlotte wanted to take more of a pay cut. Um, it'd be cool if Bradley Beal would do that, but he strikes me as, like, the type of person who's going to want to get the back, which is, like, totally fine because, like, you're setting you and future generations up for life. Like, yeah. <laughs> go get that back. Jealous. Um, I don't blame you, but obviously, like, it's going to cripple your team in the process. So I guess that's what it comes down to. Like, what does he value more, the money or a chance at a title? Because not every player has the same priorities. Yeah. And let's just be honest, the Wizards have learned their lessons, hopefully, from John Wall. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that did not work out hopefully, very well. Hopefully, for sure. And hey, like, uh, they got Kyle Kuzma, too. Like, yeah. he's, like... Bounce back Laker players. Yeah, bounce back Laker players. He fits the trend of a Lakers player uh being shut on the lakers and then being properly developed as soon as he goes away because los angeles cannot develop a player to save their lives uh anyways we are now at this trade um i made a resolution at the start of this podcast to not shit on the kings for as much as much as possible i was like i'm not gonna shit on the sacramento kings 
Um, they traded away Tyrese Halliburton. So the full trade here is uh, the Pacers receive Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. Um, and the Kings receive Sabonis, uh, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday, and a 2023 second round pick. So I'm not going to go in on them yet. I just want to hear your gut reaction first, Tiger. Honestly, I feel sad by for Tyrese Halliburton. I, I feel like he wanted to be part of the Kings rebuild process, like he said, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to. I'm, I actually kind of like this trait, though. Like, Darren Fox and Sabonis, like, I can see those two doing some interesting things together, but are they going to make that push to the playoffs with, without Tyrese? I don't know. Uh, how is that going to affect Tyrese as a player? I feel like it could provide opportunities for him for Indiana because at the same time, you know, you got to think positively, you know. He got out of the Kings yeah. at the end of the day. He got out of hell. He got out of hell. So, you know what? That's not always the worst thing that can happen to you. But you know what? I want to see Darren Fox and Sabonis, that pick and roll. It's going to be interesting to see, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to look at it from a neutral perspective here. You got rid of Buddy Heald, who clearly was having a rough time in Sacramento. I'll give him props for that. You got rid of Tristan Thompson, who's kind of also Whatever. not really... He's he's just a afterthought at this point, so good for them. You got back Jeremy Lamb. You got back uh, Justin Holiday. Kings. Solid role players. Yet DeMontis Sabonis, multi-time all-star, and even though, obviously, you know, everyone's shitting on them for trading away Halliburton, including me, which is incoming, um, but Sabonis is a multi-time all-star. He will give you double doubles on a nightly basis he had a pretty good first game against the kings i do think in the short term that this team is going to be a bit better and i think there is a realistic chance that they can be a play-in team or or a low seed playoff team if they get their shit together with that being said i don't understand this trade at all man like you trade away the one guy who actually wanted to be there this guy talked so much about wanting to fix the kings and not let all the stigma about being a poverty franchise getting to him they haven't made the playoffs in 15 years if they miss the playoffs this year it's an nba record and he was like there were reports coming out that he was shocked and he was in tears about this like he genuinely like he genuinely liked playing for sacramento do you know how insane you have to be to say that <laughs> he's like one of three players in like the last 20 years to ever say that basically like and i'm sorry but simonis as much as i love i respect him he's not gonna have a chris weber type impact from the 90s where like he's like a bona fide superstar that like immediately impacts a team and turns in contenders and makes everyone around him better you know who does have that tyrese freaking halliburton this guy is shooting 41 percent from three on his career and he's only two seasons in and he's 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 got, like, Chris Paul elements in him. He's literally this season putting up stats comparable to Chris Paul. I know Chris Paul is 36 right now, but he has that in him. I don't I don't understand this trade at all, man. Like, it just feels like you're punting to make the playoffs, and then exactly. you're just going to miss it again for exactly. 15 more years. That's exactly what they're doing. I think the owner knows that they, don't, they do not want to break this record. So they're gonna do whatever it takes. This team Act is stupid. not. This team has the longest championship drought in all of North American sports. Seventy-five years. My grandma isn't even seventy-five. <laughs> you know where they won the chip? You know where they won the championship last? 
the, they went when they were uh, the Rochester Royals. I don't even know where the fuck Rochester <laughs> is. I don't know where that is. They they relocated like three times. Like I, this is a poverty franchise, man. Those, I am sorry, oh but God. I I take every, I that resolution I made was fucking terrible. This is a poverty franchise. You guys are never gonna win a championship until I'm seventy five at this rate. Like. But- Saban is on paper. This is a solid trade, but if you look at the franchise goal and where they're standing, it does not make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And like, if you're gonna trade either Halliburton or Fox, like, I don't get why you wouldn't try to move Fox. I feel like Fox is kind of approaching his ceiling. Yeah. I know he'll have a better yeah. facilitator in Sabonis, and also too, like this team is going to be eaten alive on the glass. Like they, like you already have an undersized center in Rashawn Holmes, who's really good. He's like a better version of Montrez Harrell to me, but he's still an undersized big that is going to get dominated by yeah. like those elite guys. They they have no size now. They really don't have anything. Um, I just I I. I don't know, man. Yep, and if they, if, like, if they uh, miss this trade, if they miss the playoffs again for like the next couple of seasons, like this trade's going to look so bad. Um, and side note, uh, shout out Marvin Bagley for getting out of uh, Sacramento. Like, good, 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 good shit. You know what? I'll give you a round of applause for that, man. Hey, that's why you got to think positively, man. Like, Tyrese Halliburton, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you, potentially. Bagley going to come in the Pistons and be a walking 2015 now that he's not on that poverty franchise anymore. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I'm I'm still stunned that this trade happened. Like hey. I I can't believe that they actually got rid of Halliburton. I'm glad that Halliburton has somewhere better to develop. Yeah. Now. But let's be honest. The the Pacers have produced some really exciting. Mm-hmm. They've turned role players into stars, all stars. They seem to have a direction. Like yeah. they, like this trade literally saved them. This trade literally saved them from Miles Turner leaving the Pacers because he was unhappy with his role on the team and then Sabonis being traded and Halliburton coming there now there's stuff coming out about how he's thrilled to it's play good, with Halliburton it's a good it's a good and court. he can play center like they they, the Pacers handle this trade deadline really well I think they have a bright future um, they got good players good picks a good coach solid core solid management I think now too um, I give it like three to five years and I think the Pacers will be a solid team in the East for sure. For me, I feel like the Pacers have always been good at developing young stars. Uh, We've seen plenty. Oladipo went to the Pacers, came an all-star. Paul George came out of nowhere and Lance Stevenson. You know, a lot of those players that don't shine elsewhere, somehow they shine in Indiana. And I think overall, that's a great thing that's happening to Halliburton to be able to match up with Miles Turner. I think that's going to be exciting to see what, Mm -hmm. what happens to them in the future. Yeah, for sure. And that is all the time we have for on Talking Buckets today. Um, our next episode will be either just before or just after the All-Star break, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm Elijah Polson. And I'm Tiger Ann. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>